you take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. podcast where we're going to be talking about old school Asian action movies. Uh, before I get into it, uh, we've got a few people here to, to join me. We've got Mike. Hello. Uh, Christian. Hey. And Nathan. Hi. Uh, just to give you a, a, a brief background on what this is about, we're all fans of old school action cinema and uh, we really just wanted to have an excuse to get together and reminisce on the movies that we loved when we were watching Younger. Um, so and maybe catch the movies that we missed as well. So we'll give you some of our thoughts, our commentaries, and and a little bit of our reviews. And weren't you saying you couldn't find something for this? Like you actually looked for something, like something out there that you could listen to, so you could like get ideas for movies, and you couldn't find anything. Yeah, I surprised. I had to look through um, iTunes and that, and I thought it'd be cool if I could find a podcast where people watch Hong Kong action movies, so <laughs> that I could get you know like yeah, because there's so many out there. So yeah. many. Well, so many come out each year as well. And it's not just, I mean, now it's not just uh, limited to Hong Kong, but, you know, like, I would consider John Wick like an old school action movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just thought it'd be cool to have something like that where you could catch up on all those old movies and maybe get some ideas on the new ones that are coming out. Mm-hmm. And I really just miss, you know, watching all those old guys beating themselves up and doing some cool stuff for our entertainment. I just remember, like, going through high school, like, when I first when they first started releasing, um, like, Jackie Chan old school What yeah. was the company that did them in, in Australia? Golden in Sun or something? or The Chinatown Video one? Yeah. Was that what they were called? Yeah, Chinatown, Chinatown Video, video yeah. In America, they were, like, Tai Seng, I believe. What were you guys watching them on? Because, I mean, my first memory VHS. of watching it. Yeah, VHS, which usually, like, dubbed from some dodgy video store. Yeah, yeah, usually usually well, they had a terrible dub, but the Chinatown was where they stopped the, doing the, the dubs. Yeah, the Chinatown started in the 90s, um, and that, that had, like, the actual Hong Kong copies with subtitles yeah. in it. Um, before that, in the late 80s, and, uh, they did actually release some of... of um, Mostly Jackie Chan stuff with yeah. the, the terrible dubs. They were actually direct Golden Harvest copies, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, really? Yeah, Golden Marine. Harvest was one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Because they're always edited and they were disjointed, and that's why I got the Hong that, Kong ones. I think that was why the Chinatown video... I think that's why they were so, like, imp- like important, because yeah. you, had the, you had them as they were released, right? And they were cut to shit, and they would get... Like would, they would make sequels out of things that weren't sequels, and you know they'd get yeah. the license, the rights to something, and then just go, "Oh, we have the rights to that and that." Let's and they got the same people in them, just make them a sequel, right? And, part- yeah. and that's why you get those weird armor of God issues yeah. and stuff like that. I remember waiting for those movies to come out, like, yeah. "Oh, that's the Chinatown release. It's not going to have those three minutes cut out of it, and it's actually going to be the right armor of God." Yeah, and that that company was started by um, a couple of fans as well, like, uh, and and they wanted to to have proper copies themselves and they started that company and um it went well, it went for a few years it was kind of big for a little period and then it uh, i think they just ran out of money and uh, i always over. assumed that the downfall of hong kong cinema well not downfall it, and the change was due to the the amalgamation with mainland china like it, it seemed to coincide with the rise of cg and also that political change i always thought that was the reason that's probably part of it there's probably a lot of factors that led to it I don't know. I kind of think it was the same. It probably did the same thing as what Western action movies did. Matrix killed it all? No, not Matrix, but, like, let's face it. Um, 
you had this lull where action movies were actually frowned upon. And it was so refreshing when, like you say, in John Wick, and then we had the Expendables first yeah. come out. You know, all these old star action heroes getting back together in, in, in ensemble casts and stuff like that. It just seemed for a long time it was either like romantic comedies or, or it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the old school. You know, like when Rambo was released, like the fourth Rambo movie, and it was just that old school like violence. And Eighty-three things. minutes of just how refreshing was that? Brutal, you know. Brutal. And like, yeah. So I, I think it was just a worldwide trend. To be honest with you, I think uh, I think that's you're right there. It's it's a big trend of, of it coming in vogue and not, but I, I think the there's the also other a issue, move away from R rated yeah, to PG fam- well, family yeah. in in quotation oh, marks with, with, friendly with the Hong Kong stuff in in the Western countries. I suppose it it came as a, a big fad and then it sort of went away. And when it went away a bit, then some of the companies that were doing it fell over financially. And then there's a bit of a lull until someone else picks it up. And there's been a couple of com- uh, companies here and there over the decades that have done it, but they've only ever lasted for that five or six years and then fallen over and then someone else has picked up the rights again. So, such as the movie we were just watching being on Hong Kong Legends. That that brand and, and um Is company, it gone? Yep, that's gone now. Um, so they've fallen over as well. But um, a, a few other companies have bought the rights that they have to the Fortune Star um, releases, which is the distribution. Oh, like Dragon Dynasty, or yeah. Or well, they've they had some, but there's a couple other new startup companies that have got some of those rights as well, and they're re-releasing some of them. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. It could be too. Like, I mean, one, it could have been a, a cost factor too. I mean, like if you look at all old Jet Li movies that um, when he was in China and those ones, like he always had a big. Um, it was a big battle where you had. All these extras, just like thousands of extras, just running into each other in full gear and just. Oh, know. sorry, no, I'm not. I'm not meaning in terms of the actual um, movie studio, if you will. Um, there's stuff that's gone on there uh, with that side of things. I was talking about the releasing, like in, the, in the licensees, the licensees yeah. that get the the licenses from the studios to release them in Western countries. Um, obviously, in um, China, as Nathan pointed out to earlier, I think in terms of. Um, Things going mixing with mainland China and, and required to to meet the the guidelines for Reese there because the Chinese movie market is now the big market that they want to get their money from because um, they never used to make that much off the Western market anyway so it's always local and then expanding into mainland China so a lot of those Hong Kong companies have gone because they've had to join with mainland companies to release the movies and basically make money yeah Jackie Chan being prime example of that too yeah. So what I want to do, because we'll, we'll get back to a lot of the shifts in the market and that. Sorry, I was just motioning to Mike. Cause you're, you're Mike oh, sorry. <laughs> I just want to get on with the sound. I just want to point out what Mike said there. It's ironic now that um, now all the Western movies, like a good example was Transformers, um, the fourth one, trying to get uh, Age of Extinction. They want to bust into the Chinese market yeah. now because they've opened it up. It's all, how ironic is that? Like they were, you know, like China seems to be this place where... Um, it's the go- it's the golden grail, you know, the holy grail of cinema. Now you can get bulk money from it. I mean, yeah, like they made market. some ridiculous amount of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars in China with that movie. And like, I'm a huge Transformer. I am the Transformers fan, and I even I had to, like Michael. But then with the and I just I know it's nothing to do with Asian, but they got Transformers the last night. Now I don't I don't know anything about it yet, but a little bit. But even I know it's time to hang up Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. You know what makes me think? Uh, didn't Legend? Uh, didn't Legend just sell to a, a, Jap- a Chinese company? 
Oh, the the movie producing studio, like legendary yeah. or legend. Uh, I'm pretty legend, sure. Yeah. Um, I was just going like to add to Hellboy? that. I don't think we can blame the the Chinese market on those movies because <laughs> there, there's like there half of them were filmed there. Well, some of them were part filmed. Aren't there, they part, part financed? Part as well? financed as well. But no, it's, um, it's, it's not the Chinese market's fault that shitty yeah, movies that, are that made. Shitty movies are oh, made uh, to you get can't money. No, no, no. The results, <laughs> like hundreds Hollywood, of millions of dollars. Hollywood gone to Hollywood, right? Well, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, that's right. It's not their fault. And hey. they're just happy to be able to see something outside of, you know, local cinema as well, which is why some of these make lots of money because it's something different to see as well for quick, them. Don't they get like 10 foreign films a year or something? Yeah, I think they're expanding the numbers, but yeah. Quick, quick, quick quiz there. Quiz, quick no skeletons. Then. No, no. Um, Chinese market or Indian market, which is bigger? Uh, Chinese market, I'm Chinese assuming. at the moment, I mean, yeah. the, 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 I believe Bollywood still makes more movies, but yep. I don't think there is... They don't make as much money out of the movies. They make a, a lot of movies, but the price is low. And, and yeah, we will probably watch a couple of those during this, I think. Yeah. Because apparently there's some good fight, fights coming out of there. Oh, mate. Well, well they hired some we... of the Hong Kong guys to come over there and, and do some of that too. We're, we're probably not going to watch Kung Fu Yoga anytime soon. I'll <laughs> wait and see. I, I'm, I, I will watch that. And, we, and we, will, we will go to the cinema and right, we'll do right. a review of that movie. The reason why we watch these movies is for the fight scenes, for the action and to kick off the movies that we're going to talk about, because we're going to talk about some good movies. Some, some bad movies. movies. <laughs> yeah, some really shit movies. Deliberately um, bad as well. Yeah, and ones that we haven't seen, so we don't know. Yeah, there's uh, a whole bunch of early early to mid, even late 70s films I've never seen. Like, there are so many. Oh, there are so many. There are so many. But the one that we initially chose was one that is really well known if you're a Jackie fan. Uh, obviously starting with Jackie Chan, because we all hold him really dear. Um, but it's Project Day. Uh... 83. 83. Made in 83. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go through the trivia, but oh, what I want to do... Written and directed by Mr. Chan himself. That's why it's so good. No, by young Jackie, I should. <laughs> young, yeah, young by Jackie young Jackie will, when he was still hungry. <laughs> um, but what, what we'll do is, uh, for those that haven't seen it, we're going to go through uh, a few of the major beats in the story, um, and then we'll, we'll come back and we'll have a talk about what we thought about it. Um, so the movie starts off with uh, basically Dra- Jackie is a character called Dragon. Dragon, um, as he always is. Yeah, Dragon Jackie. In case you don't know that he's the main character of the he's story, he's always called Dragon or Jackie. Dragon Jackie. Mr. Uh, so Chan. Ma Yulong, uh, which is is it Cantonese? Uh, I think Dragon. it's in Cantonese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we we watched it in Cantonese with subs. Uh, but basically, it opens up with uh, a bit of rivalry between the uh, Popo, the what, the Popo. Uh, the land cops. <laughs> land cops and the Coast Guard. And the Coast Guard. Uh, so there's a bit of friendly rivalry uh, at the beginning, and they're, they're all trying to vie for some budget, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Very bureaucratic. Yeah. The governor <laughs> is, uh, is a Western governor, because it's, it's, it's set in Hong Kong, so yeah. it's during the period of British rule. Uh, did they give us a specific date? It felt like uh, late 1800s. Well, they had like Indian people and they had uh, a lot of European I like, think it, people. I think it was more around the 1920s because... No, they were still using... No, like, they were using... Yeah, like, I'm thinking more like 1890s just because of... Um, the boats. The, and the gun style the that they had as well. Yeah, yeah but like, like you had the Australian no, army there. Well, yeah, but they were in the Boer War and stuff and... and Around that was the just before Federation, but that was, maybe. You, but but yeah, you're, I don't think you're, we should you're get putting, caught up in this. <laughs> I, 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 I yeah. think the thing I'll add to that is you're adding a, a level of 
historical accuracy that I don't think that they would really <laughs> adhere to. <laughs> but that, this movie's got, got like I'm, so many... I'm pretty sure those tuxedos were from the 30s. <laughs> you know yeah, what was those historic... pimpin', pimpin' tuxedos. What was historically there, accurate yeah. was that Jackie Chan was around at the time. Yes. He was there to kick some ass. Correct. But no, not yet. He wasn't kicking ass just yet. He uh, was making fun of the police. So yeah, it opens up pretty strong uh, after having the chat. I think the police, the police captain made a great argument that they sucked. Like the uh, Coast Guard were terrible. Yeah, you, the, so the, the police captain was basically arguing with the governor why the Coast Guard shouldn't get any more funding and it should go to the police. And all of his points that he made, i.e. the Coast Guard going the wrong way, getting sunk, <laughs> getting sunk. And, and the admiral was just like, well, you know, <laughs> shit happens. And the governor's just kind of looking on. And there was, there was no rejoinder. Like, the admiral had nothing to say no, about it. No, he was just like, oh, it was a tsunami. What you going to do about <laughs> what it? What you going to do? Give us Hurricane. some more money. It'll be fine. I'll take care of those, these pirates without no ability, as far as I can tell, to do so. That was probably one, the first of many, many ribs against the, uh, the Coast Guard because they're, right. they're painted as pretty incompetent throughout the movie. I'm actually going to go out and on a limb and say the only competent one was Dragon. Well, yeah, was Jackie? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Big Mouth, come on. Big Mouth? Big Mouth, maybe. <laughs> Any man who gets called Big Mouth through Tybo. the entire movie and keeps bringing it out. Well, no, there's Tybo, hilarious. He's the skinny, dopey guy. Yeah. And Mars, who's the, the bigger, dopey guy. Yes. Uh, are they actually part of the Lucky Stars? No. No, they're not. No. But they are in a lot of these films. They're, yeah, they are, because they're, they're Jackie. I think they're Jackie's stunt team. They're are they stunt team? Yeah, they're part of his stunt crew. Well, yeah, I think a, a few of them are... They're all part of the stunt team anyway, but I think those ones are specifically speaking roles, and you'll find them, they're in, in this in Police Story as well. They're the fellow yeah, cops. I'm pretty and, sure they're um, yeah. And Dragon Forever as well. They're, uh, some but of the they're other not guys. those weird comedic guys. That, no, because they're completely different people. No, these guys used, used to bring the oranges out at halftime. It's <laughs> <laughs> they are used as comic relief. Yeah, but there's a the the fight scene, the bar, the opening bar fight scene where everybody is just a battle royale mm-hmm. has some not just some great action, some but also some great humor. Gags. Yeah, yeah, some great comic gags, slapstick. I mentioned before that uh, there's a great gag, a running gag where uh, Tybo is trying to find a guy who splashed his face with spaghetti, and he keeps getting thwarted throughout the and whole. He keeps thing. getting bigger and bigger piles of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> I want to know why they're eating spaghetti. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> true. This yeah. is true. But uh, I have to say, with with one thing with the Jackie, specifically the Jackie directed films, you can tell those between the ones that he just stars in. I know he choreographs a lot of his movies anyway, but the the choreography and the setup for for the fight scenes, the use of the entire space, yeah, uh, especially when lots he's, of prop use, yeah, very good use of props and the, the comedy which he loves to in the direct Jackie Tan directed ones he loves to throw that comedy in just to have it play in the scene as well there's which is so much good. character especially like Yoon Yoon Bu's character he plays like a dandy yeah. and even in, in the fight like just his cockiness and his holier than thou kind of you know fight scene whereas Jackie's kind of like a scrapper in the fight but Yoon Bu is just like you're nothing to me I'm you know I'm the, the nephew of the, the police captain and just the two of them kind of bouncing off each other. That was really, really good. Like opposite other. sides of a coin. Yeah, yeah. And, like, neither, and neither really get up. Like, neither neither take the edge. If, if anything, uh, it might go to... What is what is his character's name? Bu- uh, Bu- Tzu. Tzu? Oh, T. Captain Z. Yeah, Captain Z. He's the nephew of the police captain. What were you going to so, say, Chris? I just was saying, like, they're, they're evenly matched. And it's it's like... 
um, you know, there's a, there's a great bit where um, they both smash a chair over each other's back and then they sort of look at each other sternly and sort of back away so there's a partition blocking each other and they just wince in pain <laughs> and, and just like... And then they sort of look around and look at each other and stand back up straight. You know, it's like, that didn't hurt. That didn't... Nothing, yeah. you know. And it's just like they're... Honestly, it's like... It's kind of like... It, uh, it To me, it's like Ken and Ryu. Yeah. One's a one's a poor guy who's he's a, like he's tough and rah, and the other guys come from a rich background and like but they've got the same you know skills and fighting style and stuff like that you know yeah you immediately root for both of them even though they're both kind of dicks <laughs> yeah and they both they both are kind of dicks yeah. like like man how bad was the coast guard just suck like the coast guard start that whole fight <laughs> <laughs> and the cops don't do it the cops they're, they're all ribbing each other and. It gets pretty serious. At one point, they've got smashed bottles and they're about to kind of cut each other up. And they're like, ah, we shouldn't kill each other. We're, we're all law enforcers. <laughs> so I, oh, there was another bit in that in that opening scene which was quite good when um, just before the fighting erupts, they're sitting at opposite tables throwing jokes at each other. Yeah. And then one of the girls that's sitting at the Coast Guard table <laughs> tries to make a, a joke to pay out on the police and they all just... All the men in the room just go silent. They look at them and and, and dismiss them for being just stupid women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, don't, they don't get to play in their game. Don't play in our game. <laughs> don't stand up for us. We can stand up for ourselves. <laughs> so the fight actually ends up uh, with everybody getting in trouble. Uh, obviously, the uh, the police captain's nephew gets away scot-free. And, uh, and Dragon gets caught up in it. He basically disgraces the whole Coast Guard uh, to the point where the governor has to go to the admiral and say, pack up your bags, you're now the fundraising captain. No, no, that doesn't oh, happen yet. Oh, that hasn't happened yet? No, no. no he, they blow up all the ships first. Yeah. Oh, yes. So uh, they're, they're so incompetent. They go out, they, they're going to go on their ships to go out and find the pirates. They get, all dressed, the up the they get all dressed up in their s and then the pirates actually blow up their ships before they can even get on them, so they can't go anywhere. I don't know how Incompetence! St- historically accurate the, the frogmen outfits were. They were well, man, oh, yes, they were yes, them they sexy were outfits. PVC one-piece short, <laughs> short shirts. With, with, like, with like riveted red, red <laughs> yes. embroidery around the neck. It's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, I've been playing a lot of uh, Yakuza, and there's a lot of S&M gear in that. It looked exactly like something like that. <laughs> like, Wow. So I think it really highlights how incompetent the Coast Guard were. Uh, so in a strange move, I thought the governor disbands the whole Coast Guard. So he thinks, yeah, we don't need them anymore. And then just says, yeah, you're now cops. You're under the uh, direction of uh, the police captain. I've forgotten his name. Cap- C- captain Chi. He's captain Chi. Detective yeah. Homer. Detective Homer. The police cops. <laughs> a great character actor. Who yeah, I've he's in a lot of times. these films. Yeah. He, he plays that kind of like smarmy... Uh, bureaucrat really really well with a terrible mustache yeah uh, or a perfect mustache whichever way you want to look I at it I would say perfect pretty good yeah speaking of terrible face props who's the guy with the with the hair sticking out that Samohan beats the that beats at Mahjong oh my oh. god yeah I've the seen mole? him in movies the too the mole. Mole. I think he's uh, uh, like Jackie calls him uncle he's played Jackie's uncle on many occasions mm. yeah and he's got he's yeah like he's old school character actor actor uh, he's the one with the mole but we'll get to that Christian well, I just, oh, you just mentioned mustache uh, and facial props. How much are we going like, to go like blow by blow? Through yeah, man, we'll go blow no, by just, blow. Just yep. the major pieces. Yep. We'll um, go scene. Well, not scene by scene, but like spec. They've got like a bit of a training montage where again yeah. the Coast Guard shows that they complete fuck ups and try and kill a dude with, <laughs> with a hand grenade. That's the prank. That's the prank. Oh yeah, the prank know? is death. Yeah, it's like let's throw a live grenade into a training practice montage, hmm. and then everybody almost dies. Uh-huh. But it's all for laughs. Yeah, yuck. Yeah. 
Yuck, yuck. They all get a little bit closer because of it. Uh, <laughs> and for some the, reason... the, the gratuitous nudity scene where they all have to wash themselves in under 10 seconds oh, and yes. cover up their privates with and the, the water ladle. And then they all ladles at him. Yeah, that was, that oh, and the one strategically placed water label facing downward so it looks kind of like a, a penis <laughs> a compared penis. to the other ones. That, there is, that is, at the end of the montage, they are then working together, aren't they? Yeah, yes. well, they go on that one mission. Yeah, they go on the one mission. So that training montage has happened, and they all still kind of hate each other. Oh, but yeah, but they've they got to go do the job, right? They've got to yeah. go do the job. Because they, they hate bad guys more than they hate each other. There's yes. even one guy saying it when they find, first find it. He goes, oh, I don't care what I wear as long as I get paid. So Yeah. yeah. So meanwhile, while all of this is happening in the background, the pirates are trying to get themselves some guns. And they're trying to find a guy to get them it's some actually guns. the plot of this film, by the way. This yeah. is the plot of the film. This is the plot of the film. There is a plot. <laughs> and it's it's not bad. And I have... Yeah, it is... For for um, some of these movies, it, it has a fairly coherent plot. A very that, coherent. That falls through. has a beginning, middle, Pirates and Pirates are bad guys. <laughs> yeah, and they, they want guns. They want killing, guns. They keep messing up the Coast Guard, too. They blow up them boats. Through, yeah. through like, an intermediary. Like, that weird guy with his weird club. Oh, Mr. Chu. Mr. Yep. Chu. Yeah, that's right. The, the shadow man who's the face. He doesn't yeah. do anything. doesn't get his hands dirty. Yep. No, but runs so his effeminate club full of man boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, they, they want... The Pirates want to get a guy who's going to get them some guns. And they have a couple options. But one guy who's a bit of, a, like, a, a wily crook is, uh, is Samo's character... Uh, fate. I think we we should go if so. The pirates come to the intermediary, the, yes. the gang boss guy, and the gang boss hires Faye, who is Samo Hung's character, yeah, to right. to get the guns I for thought, them. Wasn't there another guy in be- before? There's Chung. Uh, they talk about Chung, but uh, I I don't know what happened with Chung. Yeah, obviously not a famous Asian actor. So yeah, went with essentially that. That the mission they're going on is it's got nothing to do with the pirates themselves. It's got to do with a it's a wanted criminal um, who's got nothing, no connection to the pirates. He's the 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 fatter guy with a the yeah, Fu Manchu yeah. look. Yeah, and he's for nothing to do with the pirate. They're just that's their first assignment. Yeah, they're working together. All 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 that, evil shit happens at Chu's. Yeah. Like club, he's that, a feminine gay man club. This is it, and and that's that's purely the setup. The Fu Manchu guy is is the setup bad guy that in, gets him to interact with with the the boss, the bad boss, um, the club owner Chu Man, oh, and yeah. and also run into Samo's character as Jackie does after that particular scene, and then that feeds back in the gun running stuff that is the main pirates. Because just, Samo is the is the link. He, yeah. he knows He's about the guns thing. and he knows about the deal. He just needs help. Well, cool. Samo's already been groomed by the the police because uh, there's the scene where he goes to the gambling den and uh, yeah, the introduction and... scene, which is pretty fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. He comes across as such a sleazeball. <laughs> I think of it like a Western introduction, like a Clint Eastwood. You yeah, don't really yeah. see his face. It's from behind. Mm-hmm. He's getting a cigarette, and you know already that he's, uh, some, he's some pretty serious shit. Pretty shady. Uh, and he proves it, too, because he plays a bad, bad game of Mahjong. Yeah. Where he's kicking some ass. He gets pissed off when yeah, things yeah. get knocked over. He keeps his... Keeps his uh, what are they? Pieces? pieces, pieces? His cards. His cards, essentially. Cards, but well, yeah. He calls it a, f- a full house. Yeah. So. Well, the... Yeah, don't yeah, worry. The Mahjong blocks. The Mahjong blocks. Blocks. Yeah, and then uh, you don't you don't mess with his gambling because uh, no. he takes offense takes to that. Very seriously. So they they hire him and he he shows up uh, where Jackie and you know the rest of his crew are trying to arrest this Chiang guy. Who, by the way, did anyone realize that he had Jerry curls? Yeah, I did. I, yeah? yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a Jerry curl perm or something. He was straight out of Compton. Oh man, he could have doubled. 
He could have doubled for like Ice Cube, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe an Asian Ice Cube. <laughs> now this this fight scene, I won't go through all the fight scene because if you're a fan, you would have seen a whole bunch of them. And if you haven't, you probably should watch this one. It's yeah. not a bad one. I can't describe it blow by blow. But this fight scene signals the first of a few of Jackie's preach moments uh, where his character is, you know, he's told, you, you need to do the right thing and follow the rules. And Jackie's like, no, the rules aren't right. <laughs> the rules aren't right. You're always pushing me down. I quit. I pouty. I'm pity the fool. And then he basically goes and uh, upholds the law like a vigilante uh, Superman and, uh, and then gets the man. And then after that, he says, you know, stuff you cops. I'm always doing this for you. You should respect me. I don't know that he gets his job back, though. No, he doesn't really ever get his job he back. Doesn't ever, yeah. Actually, the next time he runs into like that captain guy, the captain guy, like even without pushing him off the bike, that's getting a bit ahead of myself. He literally runs into him. Yeah. yeah. He, um, like he says, you're, you're arrested for like... Desertion. Desertion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he just leaves. And, uh, but how does he just leave? Why isn't he arrested right then and there? Or, I think they're all trying to... like Because... Because he th- he brought the guy out. Like, yeah, he brought. Yeah, they, what happens happen is they have a fight in the club, right? The the, the little fanboy gay club. And anyway, <laughs> man, them that th- those those dudes are very pretty. <laughs> we should really explain why we think it's a gay club. Chris, lots of uh, makeup, lots of makeup on these actors. It, it <laughs> and let's be honest, they're played up to be effeminate. Like one of them only speaks English. Yeah. Like yeah. and and tries to throw them out because it's a very exclusive club. Yeah. You do not have you do not have invitations to this club. He has a very flamboyant inflection in his yes. voice, like <laughs> too too flamboyant. Yeah. And the, and then the guy who's like the thug, the standover man, still looks like he could be out of flock of seagulls. <laughs> I, <laughs> he looks just like uh, that dude in Untouchables, the nitty, the guy in the white suit. Yeah. Too much pale makeup. Sorry, Christian, I interrupted you. Or you oh, saying? that's all right. Anyway, um, essentially the, this fight happens. Um, they they bust in. And um, they want to get this guy and all the... Do they break all the furniture in the room? They, they get pretty it, close to it. it. <laughs> so they bust in and they can't quite get to him because all these lackeys keep coming out and stopping them. And then um, the governor, uh, sorry, the um, the police, um, police captain, yeah, captain, captain comes out. He's a, he knows the, the owner and they, they try to stop him and say, look, you can't be here. This is, you know, rah, rah. <laughs> and Jackie just says, you want my badge? <laughs> yeah, he does a whole clean east with it. He does. He literally says, "I'm not going to do this." So he um, he jumps onto a chandelier and um, yeah, he, he Errol mu- flings the fuck out of it. Yep, goes up the top of the staircase, grabs it, beats the hell out of the, uh, has a quick mini fight with um, Ice Cube standing, and um, yeah, basically brings him down, throws him out the window, throws him down the stairs, and throws him in front of the cops and says, you know. Basically, um, I'm doing your job for you. Peace, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, that's because that's the reward you get. Basically, like smashing a whole room full of people is you get to walk away scot free. It's uh, a, a, as he walks out. At this point, he runs into Samo's character, who yeah. uh, explains to him about the guns, gets him on the side to help him out to to get the guns with a lie. Yeah, he feeds um, him some bullshit about the police bull. captain selling it to the pirates. Yep, yep. So he, he um, claims he's going to sell the guns back to the government to make money. Um, then it turns out that uh, he finds out that uh, Samo is actually gonna sell working for the, the bad guys anyway. Samo's full so of shit. He double, doubles on Samo and, and gets the the admiral of the, um, the, the Coast Guards to find the actual... Um, guns and get them back uh, of course the bad guys don't like that so they start up chasing Samo and and uh, who's been double crossed and he doesn't realise it until they run into Jack again and then a, a and further then chase Samo sells him out 
That's right. They weren't after him at that point. They both, right. Yeah, they both sell each other out. Yep. But it leads to a glorious chase sequence. Probably one of the best, and still the best, around of uh, bad guys chasing good guys. On bikes. On bikes. And on so feet. There, there's, some, there's some anal penetration humor. <laughs> but I, I just, before you go on to this, uh, there's a great little, little thing that says... There's not a lot of backstory about these guys, how they've known each other, but it's a great little thing. They're in the market. They're both eating some soup or something, and then they do a paper, scissors, rock to see who pays for it. You know, and it's just yeah. like, like they haven't seen each other for like something like three years or something. I think it was, and then they um, they're talking, blah blah blah, and then what, paper, scissors, rock, bang, and Jackie has to pay, and it's like it's not even brought up. It's just yeah, so, it's, it's, it's super cash. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like a, beautiful shorthand for like the relationship. Like, that's you right. Don't even need to know anything. They know that much that it's just. That's just what happens, and they know, and uh, each each accepts it and moves on. I think that's why the you know like it's so good watching Samo, Jackie, and Yoon Bu together because they have such chemistry, such rapport. Their yeah. rapport is real there. And even if you didn't know they were like friends in real life and went to the same school and all that this thing, if you'd never seen anything like this before and you saw that, you just know it was good chemistry yeah. between the actors. Yeah, like it works really well. That's a really good point, and it's like it's through that. Like that, and throughout the chase, when they are selling each other out, you don't get the feeling like they're being real cunt, like you know, cunt, I was not trying cunts, to be but brick, pricks to each other. Yeah, yeah it's but it's, they're pricks in like a nice. Way. I don't know, man. Like See, at first, I Jackie said t- that, but though, like the the scene that's coming up in a second, like the the bike scene, and the, the, like those people who got guns, they're gonna shoot. <laughs> like they just totally sell each other out completely. Well, like, completely, and then it goes for twenty minutes, and they could die at any point. <laughs> yeah, but the see the thing is, when they first chase and after uh, Samo, Jackie points him in in the other direction, yeah, in the wrong direction, and they go running off. And then he finds out that Samo's actually done the wrong by him, and that's when he turns. Oh no, he went down here. Yeah. You know, I was after Samo. Goes, don't expect any thanks from me. And then Jackie's like, right, <laughs> well he's right there. Yeah, and then it's like, and Sammy goes, oh, like, says something, and he's, the girl that Jackie's with goes, what, you told me it was you? And then like the cops, the bad guy's like, wait a minute, what do you have to do with this? And he's like, uh, we have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> it's the music, you're right, like if you were doing that in a suspense movie and you were selling each other out and there was like your life was on the line, you'd be like, I don't like these people. But because of the music and the the thought in your head that these guys aren't really in danger of no, dying. it's just it's just it's just a bunch of fun. Yeah, like, it, it is. They, they're not going to get shot. They could because later on a bunch of people get stabbed. But <laughs> well, I was thinking <laughs> you call this the um, this this parade through the the town with the bikes as the major. major I would say it's the set. it's the action set piece that's not. Just fighting. It's, yeah. yeah. A lot of uh, Jackie Chan movies will have like one of those. And I think yeah. this is that one. This yeah. is Yeah, this is like a parkour. Or, yeah. 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 But it's like, I was thinking while watching that going, it's it's hilarious. It's fun. It's funny to watch. It's very kinetic. You see, you see the people fall and take the hits and you're just like, I bet that was really fucking painful when they were yeah. doing it. Yeah. But we only know that now. Like when we were watching it back then. As a kid. It was just like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Ah, you know. But. Now, when you get older, you sort of look at it and go, "Wow!" You know, like you know, like do you, if, if do you, you look at it the same way you look at like wrestling, and you're like, "Wow, that's great!" And then you think, uh, then you, then you get to like 25, and you realize all of those dudes die in their mid 40s because of all the painkillers they're on, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, goddamn!" When you look well, at you, you walk <laughs> you walk out in the middle of the night and you kick your foot on a table or a chair, you're like Peter Griffin, ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> and these guys are like falling on their heads, and yeah. it's like, "Yeah, it's all right, I'm ready to go again. Let's go." Shoot it yeah, again. and getting up and making like a witty mm. comment or something. Yeah, and and it's true. And you you sit there and you look at these shots, looking back at the shots, and you see when these stuntmen 
hit, get hit and hit the edges of, of chairs or, yeah. or whatever. Watch how they twist in pain on the floor, yeah, and you writing. know that they've actually Just before hit the camera turns away, before yeah. the, the camera cuts out of them, and you can see they're, they're not faking some of that pain. So talk <laughs> about like real. dangerous stunts uh, during this. Actually, the climax of this whole chase sequence is a little bit that happens, and the cops actually get Jackie. He has to escape from a bunch of thugs. By, but he's uh, handcuffed. He's handcuffed. Yeah, and he climbs up over a. Uh, a flag he's handcuffed pole. to a, a flagpole. Yep, so you got to yeah. climb the flagpole, coconut style. <laughs> coconut style, gets yeah. to the top, has a little style. bit of a scuffle. And uh, this is the infamous, famous, infamous uh, clock tower scene where he's holding on to the, uh, the, the clock and then he falls about four stories. And he's supposed to fall, you were saying he was supposed to fall through three? There, there's three canopies and he's supposed to fall through each one, which success, successively kind of slows him Dampens down. Happens the fall. Yeah, so that was the idea of the stunt. And uh, I know this has been spoken to death because it's one of his biggest stunts and most memorable. But watching it again... He lands on his fucking head. He lands on those. his head, like, all three times. No, he did all, three takes. He did three takes of it. and He didn't land on his head that second take. The, yeah, he lands the on se- his shoulder. He land, oh, yeah. And, that, that and the, se- one. the second that, one, he actually <laughs> does go through two of the canopies. It's the first oh. one he goes through. The first one hits the second and doesn't break and it. And bounces roll, off it. Bounces oh. off it and rolls and hits his head on that one. And that's the first one, and and from my, I think I remember um, one of Jackie's uh, or, or a breakdown of it or, or interview with him, and in the movie he actually shows the sequence twice from, um, and it's two separate shots, not from different angles. It's different actually takes. him doing different takes and leaving them in, and the reason he left it in is because he felt that first one so bad he he could not cut it out and just yeah. have one shot. He wanted to show it twice. Because he had to do it that many times together. It was like, I suffer for my art. I'm putting this in. Put it in. I would too, man. Because, I mean, like, now as an older man, watching, going back and watching it, he'd probably be thinking, like, how the fuck did I do that? Yeah. It's kind of funny, though, because you hear, you watch these interviews and stuff where these Western actors are like, yeah, I did my own stunts in this movie. Or it was like, um, yeah, I was driving a car and then we... we They won't let him him do the stunts in America. Mm. Oh, something like in... um, one of the Indiana Jones, Insurance. Harrison Ford, Insurance. was stuck up to the, the tank. Um, I think it might have been um, Last Crusade, where he's strapped the, the side of a tank and he's going along the wall. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, yep. but like that was that he actually did that one. But it's like you know they get there on an interview with Jimmy Fallon or whoever, and they're like, "Yeah, I, I did my own stunts on this one." It was like, blah, blah, blah. and it's like that. <laughs> it's like, dude, you had that much safety gear around you, you weren't in any trouble. Jackie Chan fell off a building, <laughs> hit his head, got up, and did it again. That's right, right. in handcuffs. He's yeah. doing it in handcuffs, backwards in high heels. So, <laughs> he, he fucking almost killed himself doing this massive stunt. Uh, and in the background, because there, there is a story, he lands on his head and does a witty comment. Uh, in the background of this whole story is the, the, the gun deal, which is basically uh, after some several betrayals. Faye is now wanted by the cops and by the, the pirates. Uh, Jackie's not a cop yet, though. He's still... Yeah, he's not a cop. Yeah. He's not a cop or a coast guard. He's essentially just a free agent. Yeah, and he doesn't get arrested either for uh, evading capture or any of that stuff. No, that, I, that's something I didn't really understand either. Again, he's actually helped away by the captain of the yeah. police, right? Not the no, captain, the, the lieutenant or whatever. Yeah, the lieutenant. And the lieutenant's the one that respects him and that, because of what he did with the Fu Manchu. Went, I'm going to get you out yeah. of this building. And that's for, right. For somehow he's managed to get back in the compound and find his way sneakily into the governor's office. Well, before he, we already know, that all of these branches of the government 
fucking incompetent. So he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is like Porky's or Stripes or something. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Jackie's there and he, he witnesses the governor like uh, making, making a, deal. a deal with uh, Mr. Oh, Chu. we got to go one step back. Oh, the pirates? The pirates capture like a VIP. Like, yeah. oh, it wasn't Admiral, he the guy that was right. supposed to actually... Admiral. Yeah, the rear admiral. He's supposed yeah. to put the pirates down. He's on some... Day Pleasure Cruise? Yeah, the, and, Pleasure and Cruise day ship, I don't know. This is about two-thirds of the way through the film, and this is the first time we actually see any pirates in yeah, the that's entire right. film. Or even water. <laughs> or even water, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah pretty that, much. That they actually... I think we might have seen water from a distance from a when, distance, the, when the boats blew up. True, true. There's a great moment where the guy's got the, uh, the European guy on the rear admiral ship's got his uh, telescope out, and I always think of Picnic at Hanging Rock, and there's all these like fine folk in their nice gear... Uh, and then you've got these dirty brown people on a boat. <laughs> dirty brown people. <laughs> the one thing I about that whole scene that... The, the <laughs> pull your top down, lady! <laughs> the yes. one thing about this scene that just that sort of didn't stick with me was the rear admiral, they all board the ship and they're all coming around, but the rear admiral just stands up. He's got his gun pointed dead at the leader of the pirates who's probably about 10 feet away. One just pulls the trigger and it's, it's game over. The, the movie would end there and then. But he's like, no, I'm not actually going to fire the weapon, you know. I'm, I'm the highest rank officer on this ship. I am supposed to be the future. I'm going to save everybody. But I'm not going to use the weapon I've actually been trained to that no other pirate has. I mean, literally, if he killed one pirate, all of them would back away. The pirate this is my boomstick, all right? You know, nothing like that. It doesn't oh, do anything. I, I think he recognized the fact that they were completely surrounded by, you know, a, a good 60 people to him and he's not going to kill them My more. question is why did they think he was going to fight any pirates on such a tiny dinky ship? With, without like many soldiers Like he was just no with soldiers. his lady. It was like a, a Sunday pleasure cruise. Yeah, I don't it? know yeah. what the hell that thing was. I don't know what he was doing. I have an alternate theory why he didn't kill the captain of the, the pirate ship. Why? It's because he was too beautiful. <laughs> he was, he was too beautiful. F- he's, what was his name again, sir? Uh, Sampo. 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 Yeah. He's a beautiful man. He's beautiful. But he's, he's a limp. He's broken. He's, he's got a limp. It's called fake tats. It's in, yeah, his tats are oh, like uh, the word peacock comes from. Isn't he wearing like some kind of like a oh, Steven right. Seagal type? You know? <laughs> <laughs> he was, yeah. Like almost the, ki- the kimono almost going on, the, on yeah, over yeah, the top, wasn't it? He's wearing this beautiful silk, uh, kind of like a chong but like a. He obviously got that from his pillaging around Taiwan and <laughs> Japan. Oh, and he's wearing the best tight. Like he, he introduced tight jeans because, damn, he was rocking those tight jeans. With the, with the red sash going on. Oh, what yeah. swagger! His like his shirt opened down to his belly, and that's why the women didn't complain. Oh, they, yeah, it's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> and he doesn't he doesn't have to rape anyone. He just has to pull their shirt open, look down, and just laugh. He's just like, ah, I enjoy this. This makes me happy. She wasn't complaining. He makes me want to be a pirate king. <laughs> so he's he's a really cool. He, it was a great introduction, I thought, to the bad yeah. guy. Such so, charisma. So this then um, obviously leads to oh no, a white person's been captured by the pirates. Can't <laughs> yeah. have that. We need to do something. <laughs> so we've got to do something now. Yeah, so. getting back to <laughs> finally justice will be served. <laughs> <laughs> getting back to your original point, which is. Jackie sneaks into the Jackie room. Sneaks Dragon in. sneaks in. Dragon sneaks in. Just in time to hear to overhear the um, the bribery going on. Then does one of his patented um, <laughs> talking down to the the man. Jackie speeches. preaches. 
preaches, preaches well, wearing now. blackface. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wearing and does a sook. weird imp- does he do a weird impression of like a black guy or an Indian guy in that where the uh, the guard looks at him through the window? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. He was trying to get rid of that fly off his face. Okay. Yeah. All right. He was making. Yeah, I, I think, he was doing funny things with his face. Okay. And it could be interpreted as an incredibly racist. But let's move past let's that. Let's move past that. Because so there yeah. wasn't, there was an Indian I, I, yeah, looking I, through the window at him. It, yeah, and I didn't get the intent. I, I, I think it was the the the, in, the intent of it was the fly, not not All to. Right. We love him too much. And in case anyone here is wondering, it is British Columbia, India from like India, Bangladesh, not British Columbia, like not not American like oh whoa 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 you know American red American Indian. Indians all right no we call but, them American but, Indians or, or Native Americans <laughs> or Native Americans Native Amer- I, I don't I don't care what you call them they're not in this movie Native Americans I don't think <laughs> so Jackie catches the uh, the governor in a bung deal yep and uh, and basically you know that convinces him you know talks he's down. like hey make it let us let us use our heads and go capture these yeah, pirates because yeah. don't, don't make a deal with this guy who's gonna give money to the pirates and then knight him. And then other people will die just to rescue some white folk. No, no, no! It's not for the white folk. It's specifically for the cap, the rear admiral. The rear admiral it's yeah. only for the rear admiral. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So then they, he says, oh, "Okay, Jackie. Well, you seem to know what you're doing. You're in charge." <laughs> yes. Even he's not actually a coast guard or a cop at this stage. He's just kind of shown up. You're going to get fitted face. for a white uniform like the rest of us. <laughs> but his his preach was just too strong. Yeah, it's just too strong. Too guilt powerful. So they then uh, basically capture the uh, the gang boss, force yep. him to tell him how to contact the pirates, follow through, get to Pirate Island. Yeah, as a masquerade. Yeah. Because uh, Jackie is now dressed up as Mr. Chu. But no yep. one really knows what he looks like. I guess they have a rough idea, right? Well, he's Asian and he's got a thin mustache. I'm yep. sure the pirates have probably just heard that. And, and, he, and he dresses like a dapper dandy. Yeah. The greatest thing about that is, is Jackie is wearing this over-the-top top hat, right? And it's <laughs> it is pretty it's, it's pretty big. It's anyway, got a it, dove in it. It's got a dove in it. Like this dove. I don't know. What oh, it's, it's a, a homing pigeon. A homing pigeon suppose, dove. Yeah. Whatever. A homing pigeon's in this hat. Doesn't make a sound or doesn't flutter or doesn't do anything. It's been trained just, by a really good magician. <laughs> <laughs> and Jackie's uses it to send a signal out. But it's just so funny that he takes his hat off, reaches in. Here's a bird. <laughs> Does it ever it's I suspended wonder, animation? I wonder if it ever happens that he puts the message on like the dog because it's happened. People use homing pigeons all the time. You take a bird out in the middle of the ocean. The bird just gets out and goes, "Where the fuck am I?" <laughs> you know, there's no land. They on. have this keen sense of, of land. Sense. Yeah, that's right. I'm just gonna so go they up. Know. They know. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> this fireball comes down about 20 minutes later. At, at this point, we um, feed back in Samu Hung's character, um, oh, yes, who is robbing the place. Happens to decide that the best opportunity because everyone's after him is. He'll go rob the pirates and steal their treasure. It's a good idea. So, <laughs> but it coincides with Jackie wanting to rescue the hostages on the pirate island. Mm. Very coincidental. They meet Very up on true. the boat. Yep, so they meet up on the boat. And um, anyway, uh, follows through. Jackie tips off the cops where the island is. They stage a night raid on um, happens to be the pirate captain's birthday with a banquet. <laughs> Ensues. I don't believe he's 35. And uh, then we get to the final final fight, effectively. There's a bit of comedy going on about, um, you know, getting the password so the cops can Oh, that password stuff is fantastic. password joke. What's the password? (laughs) Yeah, they they keep running into members of their own team and not realizing I got got to do an aside real quick. I'm playing uh, Yakuza right now, and I did like a 
this fucking stupid side mission where I've got to get a password. So I've, I went and got a bit of the password. I went and got another bit of the password. The guy told me the password. He repeated the password to me. I went to tell the guy what the password is, like to get into this room. Yeah. And it brought up like, it wasn't just a selection I got. Oh. I actually have to type in like a 20 thing, 20, uh. like into the, it, with the PS4 controller. I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm out. Is this <laughs> you yeah. missed the password. Yeah, I was just like, it's like this long. He's given it to me once. I'm like, I'm just, if when I get real bored, I'm just going to go and read it off the internet. I'm sure someone's put it on the internet. Oh, but you got to type God. it in with the key, like, not just choose one, like one of three, like would, I would yeah. expect. No, I got to type the whole thing in. Japanese are weird. Uh, Japanese crazy. are weird. So, I just think that would be dicks. <laughs> I think they actually do get the proper password. They do, but they don't. They don't. But they don't tell it to the. There's no guards left. They've beaten no, the shit out of all, all of the guards, guards on are. the island. Yeah, and so they're they're trying to mount a rescue, and they do rescue the hostages. Uh, but then uh, for oh that's right because they one of the henchmen that was injured is now coming back to the island who can identify Mr. Chu. That's right, the guy who's shot in the bell tower. That's right. So he he can come back and he can basically ruin the whole ruse. And he gets in there, and this is a great moment. Uh, you know what? I think this might be the only time where mistaken identity works all the way through. Like, a lot of, you know, uh, this happens in a lot of films where mistaken identity, like, like, I'm playing someone, they don't know who I am. Oh, my cover's blown. Yeah. And then they try and lie their way out of it, and eventually they get caught. He doesn't get caught. He doesn't get caught, no. It pays off really well. And to the point where you actually feel sorry for the guy <laughs> trying to convince the captain of the, the, the San Po. But it was the... It was the it, and, and it was the impress, impressive way that he did it. And not just, you know, trying to um, say, oh, no, I, I really am him or, or not. He just starts talking and doesn't shut off and cuts off the guy every time he tries to point out that like he's super not real. Outrage and, then, like... and then when the police get in, they're not idiots. They get they get it exactly straight away yeah, and yeah. they go, yeah, thanks, guy, <laughs> <laughs> for showing us where these people are. You helped us. We're on the same side. And then the guy obviously goes, oh, well, I'll kill myself to prove my innocence to you. And he does just that. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's a big standoff between Sampo, super super pirate king, uh, and and the th- and you them. know the three brothers, the three brothers, and yeah. I think and hand grenades, lots of hand lots gr- of hand grenades. And uh, I'll add to add to this. This is probably one of the only Jackie movies where you know there's an uber powerful bad guy that's better than everyone else, and he doesn't. They don't figure out a way for just him to end up beating the guy. It takes all of them fighting together to take him down and. You know what else I noticed? That's the power of skinny jeans. There's the other thing about this fight, this this whole thing in this, the milieu, is it's very uncommon in a Jackie Chan film to mm. see people getting stabbed. Yeah. Yes. And it, this happens in this movie. You actually, there, ha- there are close-ups of daggers and stuff sticking into people. Yeah. Yep. There are people getting shot. Although yeah. they're not Killed. probably as fake as you can get sticking a knife I mean, into but it's, a, a but it's pretty goddamn but fake. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. but it, this shit generally doesn't happen. That's generally, true, yeah. it's more humorous. This isn't a humorous fight scene in and any he's, way. He's never really big on guns either, but no. guns shoot people, and um, and he has grenades blowing up people too. They do limit the... Bl- there's no blood, as no, far as no I can blood. see. No, uh, but, and, and no and, but he's also, when he is just fighting uh, Sam, Sam Po? Sam yeah. Po, yeah. When he's fighting Sam Po... Like it's a, it's a serious fight. It's not one of his jokey fights. You know what I mean? And yeah. he generally doesn't do those anymore. Yeah, yeah, there's not many gags in the. No, fight. he's just got. There's two swords, and they're swinging those swords. Yeah, yeah. I think the reason why, like the the three brothers, so Jackie, Samo, and Yun Bu, they're all fighting Sanpo, the Pirate King, uh, and throughout the film as well, there's like a lot of room given to each of the characters. They're allowed to have a bit of room to look cool, to do something, and it's like you said, it's not so much like Jackie up against. 
you know, like one guy to finish the fight. It's mm. like all three of them against one guy. I think it's because it, it's the first of all of those films before everybody's egos started getting kind of out of the way, before Jackie was like a superstar. And they summer. were merely star stars. What? And they were merely just like regular stars. Yeah, they were just stars together. Yeah. Um, but it's, I mean, it worked really, really well. I think it's, I think it was also part of um, what he was trying to do with the movie. If you know, I mean, if you look at the movies before this, uh, that, I mean, he directed a, a couple like Dragon Lord, Young Master, etc. Mm. And, and the movies of the day, all of it would usually lead down to good guy versus the big yeah. bad guy fight with Inshu. I think he was deliberately trying to throw it in his head. Yeah. That we wouldn't do it in this movie. That there'd be one on one. It would. It would be all three of them like fighting an ensemble. the yeah. bad, the the big bad guy. I think it was a, a deliberate ploy to do it that way, to be different. I don't think Jackie has a one on one fight in that film, does he? Which in the closest oh, is with the um the Jerry um Jerry Curl guy. It's, it's was, only a small one. Yeah, but they're having like a big, massive group fight. He does have like a little bit of a At the end, when he, when he throws yeah. his badge down and goes, I'm sad. But I wouldn't call that like a showdown, kind of like a no. throwdown. Kind I, of essentially, what yeah. Michael, I think Michael's got a point with it, it's the films because in Drunken Master, it's very hard to have a group fight when you've got somebody whose start, fighting style is, you know, that of a, um, a, 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 um, a guy who's slurring and, and staggering around, you know. Yeah. He beat up more of his own crew than he would there, yeah. you know. So I think the direction of Jackie's movies sort of went in that way. Um, I kind of got the feeling like um, after 85, 86, a lot of his movies were trying to get into break... Because he did things like Cannonball Run and that, trying to break yeah. the US market. Yep. And I think a lot of them were geared towards that. And, that, and as we all know, a US action film is, you know, not so much the fights, but the, you always have a memorable end scene. Yeah. Do you think uh, I I like to think that as he started doing these movies and and this isn't I I wouldn't say it's his early period it's his middle period it's the beginning of the middle period and and the golden I'll call it the golden Jackie period with with Jackie directed films or or Samo directing or whatever um with his own crew basically being able to do what they want and I think this is the start of it and and the movies that follow this that come after he gets. He starts to have a few hits, but then I, I get the feeling after that he starts to feel the need to top the hits. Yeah, and, absolutely. And that starts to where the failings of the later movies start to come in because he's trying to top himself. He doesn't. And have, sh- he doesn't have good ideas. It's yeah. more like he just has to beat himself. That's right, and and it all comes down to the stunts and and what stunts he's doing to top his stunts rather than the actual. I, I want to say coherent plot because this is. One of his movies that has a, a fairly... You can follow the plot. whole thing. It all yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. And none of the stunts seem like a set piece that he's done just to top just, a stunt. Exactly. They, they all so, kind they, of fit in. They work into the, the story, yeah. and it works well. And yeah. Whereas later movies, yeah, it feels like they're getting to a, a point where they have to get somewhere. We have to get to that giant skyscraper because Jackie's going to freaking climb down the, the outside. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Going back a couple of steps, during the, the bike bicycle sequence, there's a feeling of... Dance or chore- serious cho- oh, choreography or definitely. dance to the way the the bikes go down the different alleyways and yeah. they move, and it's it's something and pass that each other. Yeah, they sort of at some point action, even his action films kind of lost that vibe. That yeah. could have been almost been a dance number. It's like a beat. Yeah. There's beats to it. It's yeah. like yeah. a yeah, run, beat, run, hit, run. Yeah. yeah, I could see where you get a Benny Hill vibe. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. Oh well, well I mean, it's it's that um, it's the Buster Keaton yeah. vibe. That's what he was going for, and and 
more so in the sequel when he almost copies parts of uh, Buster Keaton's movies in there. But that's that's beautifully the vibe that he's going for. I wonder how much influence studios and studio heads had over it because um, as much as he had his own people in that, like he would have had to get funding from somewhere. And generally, whoever's paying the bills makes the call. No, this is this is the point. This is the start. That's why I'd say it's not his early period. This is the start where he's made he's made um, Dragon Lord. And young master, he's, he's got made a lot of money. Can... Got the cred that they'll basically give him money and say, "Go away and do what you want to do, and bring us the movie." He could call his shots at that. So stage. he's got to the the call your so- shot stage. Yeah, enough that he can do what he wants. But was within he? Reason. I mean, let's face it. Every studio has has their thing where they go. You know what? No, we're gonna. Work. I'd I'd really like to know how much control he actually had. I Be- think at, when he made Project A, he was probably one of. One of, if not the biggest, he was the star. biggest star in yeah, in, in Hong, Hong Kong. Kong at that point when he made this movie. Well, that's why he went to America to make Cannibal Run and that because yeah. he thought, well, I'm such a big star here, people yeah. have heard of me, so I'm going to go do Cannibal Run, and that didn't work out so well. You know, I haven't you seen that movie for at least twenty years. The Cannibal Run, yeah. We, we should, we that's what they need to do. I caught I caught bits of it in um, uh, when it was on late late at night on on one of the you know the extra channels that they have, and uh, yeah, that movie A does not hold up well anyway. <laughs> And not that it was Japanese. good in the first place, and yeah, and oh, Jack, Jackie's Japanese. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome, what? man. Yeah, Jackie's Japanese, isn't it? Huh? Don't think oh. about it. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> it's <laughs> a great look. Remember, he's just Asian. Cannonball Run, it, it could be it, whatever it, Asian. Cannonball Run did what it was supposed to do. It, it's a car racing. It, it's like it's like wacky races in real life. It was it's, it was just a. You got to enjoy it. It's one of the things that I find about, and this is a little bit off topic, but one of the things I find about these films today is uh, films like that had a great ensemble cast. Yeah. Right. I don't, like Ghostbusters. The new Ghostbusters film kind of proved that you can't just throw people in and make a film. There's got to be a like that. When Cannibal Run was made, all those people had a. They were. It was kind of like a big family. They all sort of came from similar backgrounds and all nah, that. You can't. I, I'm just going to directly disagree with you there. <laughs> the only reason I'm doing this is is because I I have seen <laughs> that movie recently, and I was going to add on. I saw Cannonball Run before I saw Jackie movies, so I didn't know who he was the first time I watched it. And when you do that, from my perspective, watching that, you, you root for the people that you... You know, I'd seen Burt Reynolds before, and you go, yeah, he's a star. Looking, Look at that mustache. <laughs> yeah. Look at that chest hair. Chest, yeah. He's a fucking virile Look, man. Seeing it after seeing Jackie, and, and you want to root for Jackie. Bet she smells great. There's only one star in that movie, and that's Burt Reynolds. The rest that's exactly is just, right. Yeah, but the, the rest of the, the, the cast, uh, they've, they've, they've had the same... They've cut their teeth the same way. I, mean, I, felt, I, do, I do kind of feel sorry for Jackie in that aspect because, um, like you said, yeah, you're Japanese and you drive this, this great you know, high-tech car. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Where, where's my check? Where's my check? But nowadays, I, I don't like the best... That, so, was, that was what he had to do. Coming back to Jackie, he had to do that movie to do The Protector. and Which was also not a good film. Which yes. was also not a good film, but that was the, the payoff was if you do this Cannibal Run movie bit part for us, then you can have your own movie that will release in the States, which is The Protector, another movie. Um, but and, not, and that was part of the deal. Not a waste, because from Cannibal Run, because uh, if you've seen Cannibal Run at the end, they have like an outtakes montage. The bloopers. He took that idea and then he applied it to Project A, the first of his movies that had the outtakes reel. So I'll finish the pirate fight and then we'll talk about the, the outtakes reel. So th- they have a pirate fight. Can I ask a question? Did <laughs> yeah. anyone feel like the bad guy got 
like a raw deal. He seemed like a nice dude. He seemed like a really <laughs> cool dude. By the end of it, he was just For like, yeah, fucking take all the hostages. Sampo I don't give a was, shit. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's my birthday. You know, take these guys. I've got I don't my care. Guns. They eat too much anyway. And he's a real beautiful man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Physically and emotionally. They just... And th- again, and he's like, got some nice tats. New for this, a is, this is what I love. You guys are all sitting there, and this is the greatest thing. When it comes to these governors and these captains, you're all up for Jackie getting in their face saying, "No, we're going to do the right thing. You we're going to uphold the law. We're going to do this." And when this smarmy. scum pirate lord, <laughs> scum pirate. who's been killing, murdering, raping, you know pillaging, why? all that wonderful you know stuff, why? you're like, "We should let him live." <laughs> no, it's because he's he's just doing him. He's just being He's him, being him. And like, I never saw him kill anyone. true to himself. Like, you have to, apolo- to apologise to to this guy for no apparent reason because you broke, broke his club up. But oh. you know, it's because they're smarmy fucks. That guy's just doing it. He's going up to women. He's looking in their, in their junk, checking their trunks out. You know what I'm saying? He just... He's, he is what he is. Every time he took his coat off, I almost expected people to put it back on. <laughs> like, put it back on. No, get it up. Put it back on. Get on up. <laughs> so that they beat him and they wrap him in a carpet. Yeah, he doesn't deserve what happens to him. Fuck that. In a Jackie first and probably a Jackie last, they straight up murder this guy. Yeah, throw a I, think, I think you're right there. I think this is the only one where they actually... <clears throat> deliberately kill the bad guy. Like, the other ones where it happens, I think, are almost accidental deaths. Yeah. But this... They, they, they straight put up him in face it. This guy is is Superman, basically. He takes on all three of them and is still standing. And essentially, they all three have to gang up on him. They all have to jump on him. They all have to roll him in this carpet with, with um, uh, Faye on top of him, holding him down, wrap him up in the carpet... Pull the pit on the grenade, throw the grenade in the carpet, rip Fay out, yeah. and then jump out before this carpet bomb explodes. Oh, it's so sad watching him go boom. <laughs> so sad. I think... Hey, they could have played know, beat the lumps out, you know? That's what I mean. They could have just beaten the shit out of him. Or once tied they had him, him up. A, yeah. yeah. Shit. But all three of them couldn't take him standing. They're, but once he's in the once carpet... He's in you the just, carpet. He's, you, like, incapacitated. You beat yeah. the shit out of that carpet, and he's not going nowhere. He was all, like, <laughs> M. Bison in Street Fighter Alpha. You can't even take him with two guys. Three guys. <laughs> In dramatic mode. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. do it. So the fight ends, and then uh, it wraps up in pretty much the same way that they've been doing the whole movie, which is to prove that the Coast Guard are a bunch of incompetent twats. <laughs> they <laughs> blow up all the boats and then <laughs> sail away in a shitty run. The only they time... didn't save themselves one boat, by the no, way. And, Not one. And the only time that you actually see them on the water... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, in the entire the, movie, and they don't know Coast how to. Guard. They don't know where they go. They don't know direction. They're sailing the wrong way for three days. And what, what was up with the school of people swimming next? I to think they the were the, the prisoners. Coast Guard. Oh, well, they were the, the prisoners. Rest of the Coast Guard. I thought they were prisoners. Uh, uh, could have been the prisoners. I, uh, I, I wasn't sure. I, I had, I thought at first that they were the, the prisoners. Um, that not were swimming pri- yeah, after the hostages, them, not the hostages prisoners. that were swimming after them. But then I thought maybe it was just the pirates that they were like resting. Yeah, I've actually, and then I changed my mind. I think the, uh, the the people that were getting the hostages out, they got they, out. They took a boat and, they took and a blew boat. up the other boats. And, they didn't and left. leave a boat yeah. for them. And they didn't leave a boat for them, so they, <laughs> yeah, idiots. basically. Fucking idiots. <laughs> There's a great little scene um, uh, where uh, Faye's character, uh, sorry, Santa Hung's character, Faye, he robs the pirates. <laughs> yeah, he takes he's, all the He's taking all these chests, puts it on a boat, and then um, Only- he has a, a conscience and he's like, oh, Jackie might, save need, him. Jackie might need my help. And then he's like, you know what? I'll leave the boat. I'm going to go and do it. I'm going to help Jackie. And when they blow up the boats, he's just like, here's the boats blowing up. He's like, ah, oh, he just fucking faints. He, he faints because his, his entire treasure is sunk. Oh, he's that a good-hearted good. scoundrel, yeah. old Samo. Adding that comedy element into the final scene, yeah. I said it before when we were watching when Samo was introduced. Samo is 
like, the best actor he, of the bunch. He's yeah, like he doesn't. You know, I mean, the movie is uh, Jackie Vehicle. Like, you know, he's he's the one. He's the main character. And everything. But every time you see Samo, you just want to know what he's going to do because he plays. He's that character. You know, he plays that scoundrel so well. You could. I, I think you can see Samo doing the whole like when Jackie gets really serious and, and actually acts and like you know puts his heart into it you know this is why we believe we're the best to do this job let us capture these pirates you couldn't if somebody used to be like nah mate you want, <laughs> nah just step aside right? well Jackie's got two looks really wounded and noble <laughs> and you know that, that's what he kind of transitions through throughout the film and it works for him because he's oh he has slapstick as well but with Samo he goes through a whole range of emotions like when he's betrayed the drama when they're doing like the uh, the Chinese opera scene. When he's trying to be a sleazy, like gambling, like you know, yeah, all that type of stuff. He has he has such like a, and it's all like especially all those like Chinese opera guys when they do a particular uh, caricature, it's slightly heightened. It's almost yep. like a cartoon character, but it kind of works because you know this isn't reality. It's not like life no at man. Stakes Generally, you don't blow people up with grenades. <laughs> well, that that's the weird thing about the movie, right? It yeah, doesn't yeah. quite fit in with the tone. Uh, all right, so, yeah, so that's, that's pretty much the, the film. movie in the pro- uh, in full. And then we watched a bunch of outtakes where people got hurt badly, terribly. First, as, as Sam mentioned earlier, the the first um, time Jackie does the outtakes rule at the end, uh, this one doesn't particularly have that many. Whether or not they're more bloopers or that's just what he chose to show, I think it was like about four or five scenes that yeah. have the A lot outtakes. of them are actually based on the bike one and it's not... Yeah. And, like, a lot of them are not him. It's, like... Uh, other people just other get pe- yeah. Stuntmen, yeah. And the guys on the bikes, but, like... The one about- in the, the bar when he tries to jump the chair, that's... Oh, that, and they show his back for yeah, that brief second. So, oh, yeah, just yeah. afterwards, the Broken big red welt, yeah, coming up and stuff. Yeah. All those guys would have taken some serious knocks. And the stuntmen, most of all, because they're the ones getting smashed around. Like, Jackie does his own stunts because he's a stuntman, but all the other guys, you don't see their faces or anything. They're just like, uncredited stuntman, uncredited stuntman B. Uncredited sad person. We get to eat tonight, kids. Ah! That's exactly right. And it's uh, like I was watching a show and there's no, I don't know if he does now, but there was no insurance. Like, no insurance company would underwrite Jackie's Well, Why would they? That's crazy. Uh, so it's like an unwritten policy where if anything happens to you as part of his crew, you, you'd be taken care of. Like he would look after you and your family and that. Um, and that's why his stunt crew are so tight. Um, what I wanted to do was kind of go through a couple of like backstage kind of things that I found out watching the film and that. Um, but before I go through my points, anybody got anything else to say about the movie? No, I or? thought it was a good one to start this off with. Yeah. Um, and I... Yeah, more of this, please. It was fun. Uh, it was funny. Uh, we were interested. We've all we haven't really been following up on the actors and where they are at the moment. Like Jackie and Samo uh, and Yoon Byu had a quick look. Jackie, everybody probably knows what he's doing. He's got movies. He's a producer now. Has uh, his own studio. Has his own studio. JCE, Mike. You said yeah. I'm hanging out for the tuxedo two or three. Ooh-hoo. Yeah, keep, yeah. keep hanging. What about kung fu yoga? Yeah, the joint India-China production. Jackie, wow. You can come and watch that if you really want. You know what? This is going to sound really mean, but I don't know if that would actually be considered one of our Hong Kong action movies. What are you talking about? Well, we're we're going beyond the Hong Kong. It's Asian. Are they not South Asian? No, it's not about the Asian. It's just about the tone, the Quality, maybe. Oh, quality. But well, that, that was the point. Do you know how many bad movies we're going to watch? Some terrible films. I'm kidding, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah. Quality doesn't come into I still don't want to see it, though. 
No, what, I don't like to watch judgment. Fallen Heroes. Let's, oh, <laughs> I've let's, seen I've seen enough terrible ones now that it doesn't really matter. And and I'll say he still does even in the terrible ones. There's still some redeeming scenes that you go. If he had done more of that, that would have been an awesome movie. All right. You know what? You know, I'm going to say this out right now. Jackie Chan needs to be in Sharknado Five. Was he really? They couldn't afford him. Oh, no, no, he, he needs, needs to be. To. Oh, okay. Oh, having said that, he's also in some new. I think it's a joint Russian-American film that they're making. Oh wow! Um, where he plays where uh, a Mongolian sheep herder. No, he plays a character called the Master. Um, but basically, it has Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, and uh, and some unknown guy. It's it's about some. Uh, the Russian Tsar orders this uh, ambassador to. So it's like chart. old school, like it's like old set in olden like days, nine, before World War One, obviously. But yeah, yeah. So like um, old Tsar area, and they they basically chart this dude to to go and do a chart of of the eastern Russian um, coastline, and obviously they end up in China, and it's called um, Gateway to China or something like that. Yeah, wow. Can't remember. Anyway. Um, and this this is not this is filming now as we speak, so this won't come out till next year. So we might have a look at that just because I thought it was funny. Sounds yeah. interesting. Well, if if did you guys ever see Arnold's film? Um, is it Emily or Amy? Oh, yeah. yeah, no, I he no, actually like he can actually like it's not emote. Like, yeah, he can yeah. do stuff. Yeah. Like he's had time to get to get it ready, and if he can throw that into this type of movie. Because we all know Jackie can do it seriously when he wants to. There's a movie he made you with. Oh, I'm, I'm not for it. Yeah, I don't I'm pay not, to watch it. I'm not expecting that movie to be, you know, drama number one. <laughs> I expect that there will be, you know, stupid around the world in eighty days kind of thing going on. That was pretty fun. That movie. Semo, that was Semo showed back up and yeah. I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta and I know my that, heart. that I kind of a bit. I yeah. know yeah. that his number one pal Arnie was also in that. Yes, so. he was. There you go. No, there you that's go. that's why it's it, a reunion. It's a reunion, and I think I don't know who said, "Hey, Jackie, you want to be in this little bit part? Just, why not?" Well, that doesn't sound to me like it's going to be a comedy fest, you know. Like, you know, I don't think Arnold's well, throwing no. a pie or two in this, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I, <laughs> he might yeah. do. You never know. I want you to chart the coast. Have a pie. So Jackie's Arnie the pie he's, man. He's not the zombie. You're the clone. Arnie, you are. Arnie's not the Zar. After you, he's not the Zar. Not the I'm Zar. not interested then. No. <laughs> what is he? What does uh, Arnie I, play? I don't. I'm, he's he's a character that goes on the trip. I'm not sure exactly what his role is. In it's it. an Rasputin. Yeah. The anyway, Arsie. it's. I need to slaughter these bears with my bare hands. It basically <laughs> it only has you know one of those small plot summaries anyway at the moment because it's it's basically in production at the I'm, moment. I'm going to bet this is going to go to the Oscars. Yeah. No. yeah, or something. It won't be the acting. It'll probably be like music or like the Razzie, you know. Best principal photography. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling it right All now, right. next year. So Jackie's still working. Obviously, we've yeah. seen him. Samo's still working. Uh, directed his first film in 18 years, a movie called The Bodyguard. Uh, Samo seems to think it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he said so. Uh, what's it? Yeah, he had a heart surgery a few years ago. So he probably um, doesn't fight that much anymore. No probably oh, just I'm directs. Sure he can still, yeah, he can still move for a big guy. Uh, Yoon Byu has been in lots of TV uh, and in some movies as well, so he's still working too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, still has a bit of a following. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, this was a really strong movie with uh, all of our favourites. We knew it was going to be fun going into it. Well, yeah. it's one of the well, few that I have really it. fond memories of. Yeah. Like, I haven't watched it recently, <coughs> but you know, I said it's, before. Not, it's not up there like with uh, Wheels on Meals for me or anything, but it's very close to it. It's high profile enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what 
we'll do is we'll give it like a little bit of a review and uh, uh, we haven't told you Christian but uh, the way that we're going to kind of do it is there's a few different ratings so uh, and the audience oh and the audience if you're listening if there is one uh, you know like we're going to give the movie a rating so whether it's a good movie or a bad movie and whether it's good action or bad action so if it's a good movie with good are action are we doing these out of 10 out of stars no no just uh, just whether you think it's a good movie with good action a, a good thumbs up thumbs down action. Personally, I think it's a good movie with good action. Like all the action fight scenes are yeah. fantastic. Like, yeah, there's no, well there's not really a bad one. No, and they all tie into the plot, yeah. like reasonably well. So I give the, it a. The good, movie good moves at a good clip. It's it's a, it is a film I would consider being able to watch with someone who didn't necessarily want to watch an action film. Yes, I yeah. think. Oh, well done. All right. Uh, Christian's doing his own Jackie stunts in the uh, the kitchen there. Jesus. Uh, we're going to have to record that and do some outtakes. So, uh, Mike, Mike, what do you think? Is good, 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 yeah, bad? Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with that. It's uh, definitely good movie and uh, good action. Um, I'm not going to call it greatest action. There's some great stuff. I will say some of the stunts, just the way that the choreography plays into it, is great. So, um, definitely, I'll put that on the great side. And yep. Interestingly, you said like uh, you know the stunts are amazing um, and the fight scenes are pretty good. I read that this is I think the first I don't know if it's the first Hong Kong film, but the first Jackie film where he moved away from the traditional martial arts style of like you know young master or uh, and he's gone into like you know his now signature kickboxing martial arts, which is kind of like you know that frenetic jump kicks, fast punches. Uh, not so much of that slow style Wing Chun or, you know, Hungar or anything like that. Yeah, I think I said earlier when I, I said he's definitely chosen to go a different direction with this in the way that he set up um, the, the fighting, as, as you're saying there, and the way yeah, he goes to the bad guy at the end. Mm. Not the traditional kind of uh, Hong Kong movie. It is more very much a, a westernised kind of um, plot sequence and, and, and movie overall, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's more engaging because of it. Yeah, exactly. More engaging to a Western audience, maybe, mm. as well. Oh, I, th- I think it did pretty good business uh, in, you know, in China. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think there's nothing wrong. It's the, it's the first of the three, three brothers movies, the first time that all three have been in the movie together, yeah? Um, in main part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I know the boys are just, uh, you know, crack, cracking their necks back into place after their stunt moves. Um, but there, there is a segment that I, I really wanted to do on this, which is uh, the move, you know, that you want to try at home. Every time you watch one of these action movies, you see something really cool and you're just like, oh, I can't wait to try that on my brother or, <laughs> you know, do that at school with my friends. Um, and my, my favorite move is uh, when they're having a bicycle chase, there's a scene where... Uh, Jackie is riding his bike in a narrow alleyway towards another man uh, who's coming at him with a bike. And then Jackie basically does a handstand kind of split and uh, holds himself up with his legs against the wall and lifts the bike up to take the other guy out. And growing up when I was watching that, I was like, man, I'd fucking love to do something like that. Uh, And he makes it look so easy because, yeah, I couldn't do it. 
if we had one from the movie that is the one that you'd like to try, that would be it. Mm. I think there's also the other ones in the movies where you go, is that possible or how do you do that? That's yeah. That's kind of stunt as well. That I like to see in Jackie movies. That one, I would probably, for, for that one in this movie, would be the scrambling up the wall. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if he did it without assistance or not, because it's not particularly clear. It does look like there's some sort of assistance right at the end, I think, because it is so high that you just look at it and go, can a man really scale that wall? Yeah, it's almost a sheer cliff. Like, yeah. it's uh, incredibly steep. And he just keeps going and, and gets there in the end. So... You you kind of believe you you want to yeah, believe you want to believe that Jackie could do it. And, and it is that one from the movie where yeah, as I say, in the movies, the Jackie Chan movies, there's always, or, or hopefully in a good Jackie Chan movie, there's always that one stunt where you sit there and go, if he did that, that is pretty freaking. To be honest, that wall he does climb up does have it's like little blocks. Mm. So there's little parts where you can actually get a little bit of your grip in to get up there, like. That fast, yeah. He scrambles up it. We, we don't know how long he trained for that. We don't know how long he practiced <laughs> that. You know, it, it, See, we're, we're trying to debate that it is possible to do this. That, that's what makes it so special. I, I do believe Jackie Chan could possibly do that. I believe out of all the stuff that... Because, like, if you look at the stunts Jackie Chan does in his career, the, the whole thing about him, and this is where you mentioned before, he does that. He tops himself. I mean, he's the injuries he's the, the injuries he's done to himself because of that. This, this is where the um, the outtakes help. Like uh, in some of the other movies, where he does one of these things, and you see the outtake, and he tries to do it about five or six times until he actually gets it. Yeah. <laughs> you go, there you go. It can be done, and it and he took him like five times to do it. This one, this, as I said, the first one with outtakes, it doesn't have an outtake of that. And as I said, that particular stunt, just at the end, it seems like. Well, to be honest, th- this isn't this is a film. The outtakes in this one mainly about him getting hurt mm. yeah. or people getting hurt. It wasn't, you know, like oh, let's see him do this, bang, bang, bang. That's how many times he did it. In the later ones, like you say, when he tries to do that, that's that's how he does it. But I, don't, I this one, I I actually think he can do it because it's not. If it was a smooth, smooth face, or like a glass pane, or whatever you want to call it. Well, look, I'm not saying it's impossible to do it. It's it's freaking impressive. That's that's what I like to see. It, that's what I think makes a good Jackie Chan movie. As you've got the two two aspects: the one that you'd want to try at home, and the one that you go, I can't believe he actually did that. If he actually did that, it's a credit to him that like the amount of stuff that he can do. Yeah. That when he does something that seems impossible, you don't immediately write it off. You're just like, is that real? Did he really do that? And I think that's just it's just a credit to his ability and also just his you know his skill as a as a movie maker. Getting back to the one that you do, so you you would do the bicycle. I do the bicycle splits, upside down bicycle splits. You you would do the run up the wall. Well, I, as as I was saying, I'd do the bicycle for me because I don't think I could ever do the run up the wall. But I'm just well, saying, there's the two aspects: the one that you want to do and the one that you go. That's near impossible. There's I'm a, glad he did it if he couldn't do it. There's a fight. There's a bit in one of the fight scenes where he essentially does a handstand to a. He's getting kicked at, and he does. He's on the floor, and he does a handstand to a backward somersault over a desk. That's what I want to be out of too. Fuck! When was that? It was in which fight scene was it? it was one, it was one with Jerry Curl guy. Uh, yeah, it was in with the Jerry Curl guy. Oh, he sweeps yes, at yes, it. He's yes. on the ground. Yeah. 
He pushes himself up into a handstand. Oh, yeah. And then backflips and then rolls onto the table and then rip flips down to the back. And then the other guy kicks the desk into him. Oh, it's Right? Yeah, yeah. But he essentially makes it look effortless. He goes from on the floor to a hand, like, to a, like, a handstand and then he's... Oh, it does a front flip onto the desk. Yeah, and rolls. but it, no, back. It's a he, back he's flip. facing backwards, so he's flipping up and then rolling across the desk. Jesus. Yep. To be honest with you, I'm going old school. I want Errol for. I just want to swing from the chandelier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> swing from, jump up, grab the chandelier, swing over to the wall, push yourself off the wall, hit See, the top of the stairs. That, that bit in that that scene was the one thing that that pulled me out of the scene where I'm going. Everyone knows he's trying to get to the top of the fucking stairs. Why are you running up and down the stairs trying to follow him on the fucking chandelier? <laughs> Which way is he going to go? Which, where's he going? He's obviously going to the top of the fucking stairs. <laughs> There's no point in that. <laughs> Other than to say, let's swing from a chandelier. It was a very good film. It was a very good film. So we didn't get your ratings there, Nathan. Uh, I think it's a very... I, I think it's a very good action film that yeah. you could... That possibly doubles as a as a... If not a good film, then at least a quick, non-boring film. It's like there were none. There was not slow at any point. Even the bits where there's no action, yeah, are entertaining to a degree. Yeah, and they don't they don't dwell on that shit. Funnily enough, this is actually one of the movie, one of the few movies where I can't just skip to the fight scenes. Yeah, because there's so much happening in between, and as good as the fight scenes are, they're not. They're be- there are better ones. Yeah, they're not signature enough that I have to watch them. Because I don't think they play it out. There's no one to ones. It's you know a lot of brawls. But yeah, so you think it's a good movie? Good. good yeah, I'd action? say good. I'd say good action film. Yeah, so with good, good fights. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Um. Look, I I, I, I appreciate the action, the, the the fight scenes, but I actually think um the other scenes save not save it. It's probably a wrong term, but make this movie because. You can feel how the actors work together. They, they they work well together. You can feel that there's a lot of they're enjoying it. They're having fun. They are having fun. Like yeah, Samo looks fun. like he's having a great time in that gambling den. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not like it's not like a chore. It's not like you know. Oh, here we go another day at work. It, it's like everyone was happy to be there. Yeah. Everyone, you know, it's like all the, like even when the the fighting stuff was, you know, you know that's what you're going to see is going to impress you. There's got like we've just spent twenty minutes talking about you know what we're going what we'd like to do and all that. But it's one of the one as far as Jackie films go, one of the few ones that I I can remember off the top of my head that there is a lot of um, going between the two like two three all these different people. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of you know, and it, it it's light hearted. It's it, they look like they're enjoying it. Yeah, you know, it's not not something that you know. It's like like you say, you want to fast forward just to see the action. You know, yeah. which is indefinitely where they kind of ended up going. I think it's uh, it's very much earned its reputation as being one of the classics. One of Jackie's classics, definitely, but just a classic action film. Yeah. You know, like when I think of action cinema, Hong Kong action cinema... It does come to mind. Project A is, is one of them, for sure, 100%. Uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much it. But yep. uh, before we, we sign off, do you have anything to add, Nathan, Christian? Mm, I have nothing fun. to add. I can't wait to do the next one. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I'm um, looking forward to doing more of these. And... Um, I've just spied something over on Nathan's shelf over there, which I think will be branching out to another set of um, podcasts too. So, uh, yeah, keep your eye, keep your ears peeled. I know what you're looking at. What are you looking at? He's looking at uh, a collection of pretty bad, I think terrible I think films. Fifteen movies in there. Well, this has got nothing to do with Asian cinema, but there's fifteen movies in there. So there's fifteen podcasts coming our way, or twelve movies, or whatever it is. We've got room to do specials. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, these are special, all right. Don't you worry. <laughs> anyway. Mikey, you got anything you want to add? No, no. I um, I think we've we've captured it all in in terms of uh, our thoughts on the movie and and the movie in general. So, um, yeah, we'll look forward to the next one. Um, and and uh, just like our um, secret gamers um, podcast, very very soon we will be organising uh, uh, emails. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> right in. Yeah, if you want to send us um, comments, ask us to do oh, films, or you think we we need to do. Um, yes, uh, stay tuned gonna, and pick it up soon. We'll, uh, yeah, we will have a uh, an email mm, going. I know out. more than you do. <laughs> so um, yeah, we will have that uh, hopefully in the next uh, one of the two podcasts. Thanks. Thank everybody. you, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.